0: The following program is a podcast1.com production.
1: Hey, everybody. Superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love Line, episode 172 from May 27th, 1996, a Monday night show with guest Slayer. Shockingly, this is not only the first appearance of Slayer during the Adam Carolla era, but on Loveline in general. Uh, Adam and Drew both seem unfamiliar with the guys, and compliment them for their calm demeanor. Adam Carolla has a great MacGyver reference up top, while explaining how Engineer Mike came through and uh, saved the day with some last minute fixes to their sound equipment. The band joined them after the first break, and two songs were played. All in all, it's a really fun show. The band really seemed to enjoy Adam and Drew. This seems to be their only known appearance, so they may be a a one and done band that never actually came back and guessed it again. so, this is truly a gem in the archive. There's some promo attempts recorded at the end of the show with Adam and Drew doing plugs for various affiliates across the country, and Adam pledging his visit coming to uh, HF Festival, which is another legendary music festival Adam Carolla would attend several times throughout his run on Classic Love Line. A lot of the famous stories come from these uh, events, much like his uh, immediate return from Edgefest on episode 171. As per usual, this was recorded in 1996. Some of the medical advice may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Cathawid on Current Day Loveline 1-800-LOVE-191 Listener discretion is advised You can follow us on Twitter At Podcast One On Facebook Podcast One there as well And PodcastOne.com The home of all your favorite podcasts Mahalo and get it on
2: Listener
3: discretion advised. Now, here's Loveline with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. Yes, indeed. Hey, One Nut Wonder, we coming through okay? Fantastic. Uh, actually, Engineer Mike had to earn his money tonight. Apparently, an uh, amp had been blown in here. I guess when Drew uh, spilt his bong late late in the show last night, he must have shorted something out. Nice. Engineer Mike got in here like uh, Mike Guyver. And uh, patch together things, and I sound kind of weird in my own head, but uh, I guess it's coming through out there in Radio Land. So uh, God bless engineer Mike. All right, don't putz around this. Oh, wait a minute. That's good. Oh, okay, Drew. All right. Oh, that education's paying off. 1-800-LOVE-191-1800-568-3191. 191 800 568 is the phone number. The fax number, 310 854 I'm Adam Kroll. He is Dr. Drew. He's a board-certified physician, addiction medicine specialist. And tonight, our very special guest is Slayer. Very hardcore, this group.
4: Seem, seem pretty even-tempered and mild-mannered here.
3: Well... That's what I've sort of been, I've been figuring out the, uh, the crazier your music, your music is, and the crazier you are on stage. The nicer a
4: person you yeah, right? are. The
3: nicer the person you are when you're off. You're mellower. It's, okay. it's, um.
4: It's therapeutic, I guess.
3: Yeah, it's like cathartic. You yeah. get up there, you, you, uh, bust a few amps. Yeah. You urinate on the crowd. You, uh, you know, beat the crap out of a couple of minors, and you get it off your chest. You feel better. You can relax in your off hours. It's like me. i was say maybe I'd put you out there on stage. <laughs> I get up here, I beat up on a few people over the radio, I have a good time, and then I'm Mr. Mellow. Actually, that was a little sampling of me being mellow. That ten seconds of dead air. True. You ready to go? To the phone. Let's go, please. All right, Nikki. What's up? Twenty-four. You're on love line.
5: Thanks. Hey guys, I got a problem. Yeah. Maybe you can help me, Adam. Uh, I met this girl about six months ago at a feature at a strip club, and we started dating, and one thing led to another. And, you know, we've become pretty good friends, and through that, we have decided to get married. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait a minute.
3: Okay. Pretty right. good friends, we decided to get married. All right. right, so let me, let me, uh, let me get the order straight. Translate one minute you're stuffing singles into a G string, and the next minute you're taking nuptials. Exactly. All right.
5: I mean, and I really don't know what to do because I asked my friends, and they give me a, a biased opinion because, uh you know, they like what she does. But then again, they don't have to live with her and, you know, sit her on screen with her.
3: All right. Is, it, all right. Totally nude or topless?
5: Oh, she's uh, she was just doing a feature, which is a, uh you know, totally nude, topless and bottomless.
3: Oh, you mean she's making a porn movie?
5: Yeah, that's what she does.
3: Oh, okay. I thought for some reason I thought you met her at a uh, at a yeah, bar.
5: I did, but she was doing a feature.
3: All right. Well, I'm. You know what? I'm. I'm not uh, Yuri Geller here. I'm not clairvoyant. I can't tell if you say you met a girl at a strip bar. I'm. I'm. I'm going to think she's a stripper, Nikki. Okay. But she's a porn star. She's yeah. both.
5: Exactly. And and I don't. I'm like totally confused about the whole thing,
4: Nikki. What do you mean? Go, we were good friends, and then we're going to get married.
5: What, yeah. What? I mean, it's it's
4: we date. How long have you been dating?
5: six months
4: and and you're just good friends
5: i um, mean it started off as that but then like after the first month we become intimate and
3: uh-huh and does she know you're planning on marrying her
5: <laughs> yeah we talked about it
3: it was her idea because she's trying to stay in here from the philippines right <laughs> she doesn't want to be deported no nah. it has nothing to do with that no she she just thought it'd be a good idea to marry a uh, good old boy yeah who talks real slow yeah. And uh, meanwhile, she'll go on with her her career. What What is her screen name?
5: Caitlin Ashley.
3: Wait a minute! I've heard of that.
5: Have you? Uh,
3: I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't Charlie Sheen, is it? No. Nick, you sound a little slow to be running in that fast lane.
5: I know, but see, it's just the front. I'm not really that slow. It's just my just my talk.
3: Oh, well, it's like we we're talking about with Slayer.
5: Do what, man?
3: All right, you weren't listening to the top of the show, but that's all right. Nikki, what? Marrier, you have my blessing, right, Drew? Maybe your blessing, but not mine. Why not? Well, she's a career woman.
5: Well, how about Slayer's blessing? Do I get theirs?
3: Absolutely. I will give you. I will pre-bless you from Slayer. Okay. I'm. I'm just. Uh. I'm. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say the guys from Slayer would be okay with Nikki marrying a porn star.
4: Right, where can you? How do you start with Nikki? I mean, he's getting defensive just by virtue of our asking
3: him questions. How I, I can you anything, any feedback? Uh, Dennis, it sound a little bogus. Yeah, I'm, I've heard of that porn yeah. star. Yeah, they they date like Cato uh, and guys like that. Then I'm gonna go out with the uh, Nikki from the Sticks. Well, it's a little rock and roll uh, playing yeah, words I mean, there. I
4: mean, obviously, you know, it's like any relationship,
3: he should be being very careful before he thinks about. Nah, that was bogus. Tom, twenty-five. You're on Love Line. Hey, oh, yeah. How you doing? Good. Okay.
6: Um. Um. all right now, I've been dating this woman here, and uh, I'm white. First of all. And, uh, you know, she, she's kind of black. And, uh, my, my friends and, you know, my, my some of my family members to, always told me, always have this thing like, uh, you know, if you ever bring home a black woman, don't bother coming home or stuff like that. Alright,
3: let me just get something straight. What parts of her are black?
6: Oh, I guess all of her. Oh, yeah. okay.
3: all of her? Okay. Alright, let me write that down. Okay, go ahead.
6: Anyways, uh, you know, uh, I've kind of been caught around town, you know, hanging out with her and stuff like that. And you know, by a couple people, but you know, I'm pretty known for you know, I'm not I'm not a racist or anything really, but you know. But your family is. Yeah, that too, and some of my friends. You know, we, we make a lot of jokes, and we always say, you know, we never date outside of our race, but you know, I guess I've kind of uh, strayed away from that group. You know, this this you know this woman, she's kind of different and all. And other than that, me being white and she's black, she told me I was the best sex I've ever had. So
3: really, that's got to count. For oh, something. you got to be hung like a mule, Tom.
6: Well, I'd
3: like to think so. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, listen, Tom, where are you calling from? Alabama? Uh, Arizona. Arizona? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. They weren't going to have the Super Bowl there a couple years back because they, they wanted to get rid of Martin Luther King Day. Right. Or not recognize it. Uh,
4: so poor Tom. Tom. Yeah. Poor Tom.
3: Poor Tom. I a- have a dream. It's that you uh, disregard all... All the naysayers, and go ahead and follow your bliss and your penis, and marry this black woman and make an honest or, or, woman or, or, or out of or her.
6: Never said nothing about getting no, married. No, or no he, he
4: just wants to be—he just wants to stay involved with her. And I am still in the stripper mode. I understand, but that—that's fine. I mean, I, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's a hard road, you know. You have a lot to put up with from society at large. We've, I've had people calling over the years who talk about how difficult it is to to deal with interracial marriages. In fact, I remember a couple times we've had callers. Who were themselves the children of interracial marriages, who were being aggressively um, uh, uh, guided, cramped upon, no, guided by no. their parents away from any
6: any crossroads. Yeah, cross why do I go out and tell everybody, you know, announce to everybody that I'm dating? It's, it's this It's none week. of their business. They're not going to want to be my friend anymore. I think that's, oh, that's ridiculous. That's, recaculous,
3: that's recaculous, Tom. Nobody is. cares. People don't care what you're doing.
6: All oh, these people do.
3: His family might, and you know, maybe and my
6: she- friends too. They're not going to want to hang out with me anymore. Uh, oh, that's
3: ridiculous! You don't have to announce to them who you're nice. dating. Well, then you're hanging out with a bunch of bigots, Tom. Maybe it's time you chose your friends a little better. Ah, uh, you understand? Uh, I mean, if your friends will not hang out with you because you're swinging with this black chick, then it means they're racist. And if they're racist, you shouldn't be hanging out with them. So it solves the problem. Well, at first
6: I thought, you know, when I when I picked up this woman, I, I met her in a bar, by the way. You know, and, you know, how things always start off in places like that, you know. First, I hooked up with her, you know, because she was a good cook and stuff like that, and I thought it was the first black one I was with, but, you know, she's actually a decent human
3: being, you Tom,
4: know. Tom, you get a little bit of that kind of racist thinking yourself there. But yeah, careful,
3: well, we all know the blacks can't cook, yeah. Drew. I mean, that's that's been documented. Uh, I recommend the fried chicken. It's oh, amazing. Tom, cut it out. You have seen the Aunt Jemima bottle, haven't you, Drew? <laughs> it in my can <laughs> All right. I can't Tom's it. bogus. bogus. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That is all right. So we got two, I guess, bogus calls to start off with, did we not? All right, we're moving forward. We're like a juggernaut. Mary, fifteen, you're on love line.
7: Hi, um, I've got a question, probably mostly for Dr. Drew. Mm -hmm. Um, well, like a few days ago, um, my boyfriend and I, we were we were kind of making out heavily, and um, he fingered me, and um, I think he ejaculated. Um, but I'm not sure, but it felt like it, you know, cause I, I had my hand down there. So, um, I asked him about it and, um, he said that he didn't think he did. Um,
3: alright, that's a yeah. lie. Believe <laughs> me. He either knows he did, he did or he didn't. Did he do a victory lap around does the he, house?
7: Does he know for sure? Wait, were you, would cl- he know if he did or not?
3: Yes. Were you clothed?
7: Well, at the moment, it was taken off, but
3: I, I overall, don't get the yeah. scene. I don't get the he scene. He would know. He would know. And if he wouldn't, if he didn't know, he should kill himself.
7: Okay. Drew, so you'd
3: kill yourself if but, you didn't know when you orgasm, wouldn't you? He should know.
7: <laughs> okay. But maybe, okay. Say what, say that maybe he just said that just because he was
3: embarrassed. Yeah. And right.
7: So, Um, I, for the most part, I wasn't really worried about it, but I haven't gotten my period yet. And I was due like a couple of days ago. And so I know it's not like extremely late yet, but I mean, should I be really worried if it's not coming any day now? Well,
4: look, first of all, just being worried about not having your period is often sufficient to cause you not to have your period, just that anxiety. Uh, but I don't understand where (laughs) I'm I'm having a little trouble with the anatomy here. What? Where was that the event occurred in his pants, right? yeah, okay, so how would it have gotten to you via his fingers right?
7: yeah, that's what Wh- I was,
4: but it was a, it, it, where were his how did his hands get there?
7: His hands get to me or no
4: to or himself You understand how did his hands get in his pants?
7: Well, he put my hand down there
3: that's your hand, yes. I right, see, see my problem, Adam? Yeah, I understand here. I'm looking at a, at a big chart and it's not making, nothing is lining up.
7: Okay, he took his hand and he put my hand down there, so his hand was down there at one time. Alright. Or more than one time, probably.
3: Okay. But Th- just, this is up there with the, can I get pregnant from a jacuzzi? not, Right. Not, right. not quite as bad, right. but, but pretty bad. Right. Okay. Very, I very I've unlikely.
7: I've heard of it. Oh,
3: story. yeah. I mean, there, you, know, you things, know, I've
7: read in a magazine Look, asteroids can have the same situation. Very
4: unusual. but it, 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 Yes, of course, it could happen, but it would be very, very, very unusual.
7: So if I don't get my period, should I be worried?
4: If you don't hit, get it for, for two more weeks, then get a home pregnancy test and see what's going on, okay? Okay. All right. All right.
8: Thank
7: you. All right,
4: Mary. You'll be fine, I'm sure. All right.
3: Drew? See, I can reassure that one. <laughs> true okay what if a girl gives, when i can reassure them i will all right what if a girl gives oral sex to a guy yeah and then the next day in the shower at school at p.e belches could any of the other girls around her possibly get pregnant no okay uh tom you're eight feet away from the microphone Sorry. all right get in there that's tom and carrie both from slayer both joining us in the uh, fabulous love line studios both uh what'd you just get from denmark
9: Yep. Uh Amsterdam,
3: Holland. Holland. All right. Still (laughs) stoned? Kinda. Did you did you swing by the red light district over there?
10: Actually, I ended up walking that way twice. Really? <laughs> yeah, we just ended up there. We we're looking search of a tattoo place once, and one time we were just walking, and there it
3: was. Now I. Oh, you just stumbled upon it. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's right. right it's like right I used in to the middle. Into the crack house many years no, ago. No, no, no. Ah. It's right in the middle of Amsterdam. <laughs> really? Everything going anywhere you tend to cross. Well, that. Drew, I was going to ask Slayer about the red light district, but perhaps <laughs> i will ask you since you are the uh, brothel king. What goes on over there?
4: There is. In, in institutionalized prostitution the, the state runs the uh, prostitution organization it's all legal and they apparently have regular aids t- testing and the hiv uh, uh, STD uh, testing well, listen to that. him stammering i, I, I just listen I, okay, you got some when you no, were i did no i didn't how much no okay no, you didn't, didn't but how much <laughs> no i didn't and i don't know how much maybe these guys can tell you but right, but, you, but, it, but it, you can't you can't miss it i mean it's right it's right
3: at the it's, at the, win,
4: it's what you call window shopping
3: yeah the streets are all yeah, foot, foot traffic and it's all right there so. all right so a lot of uh a lot of japanese businessmen and those kind of <laughs> types to make your way through
10: uh drug dealers really <laughs> yeah. but you don't have I, to I deal mean, I drugs you what, I, there. Come, I come up and walk down the street and this guy goes hey you want something not for me, buddy. <laughs> but is is it all legal over there, Carrie? I don't yeah, know. That's a rather personal I don't question. You know, I don't do drugs, so um, I I never got to the point where it's like, hey, how much?
3: <laughs> but but they have the they have the hash dens there. Well, yeah, yeah that's yeah.
10: easy. But I think these guys are selling more hardcore stuff. And and the hash dens are right in the middle of the red light district as well. Oh, that's everywhere. They're everywhere. Because I'm I'm planning my next
3: vacation, so I want to kind of get a. You get of. a good feel for this. Yeah. Did you see
10: a coffee house.
3: That's a spot. So I, I need your
4: brain to function for a couple of years, right?
3: <laughs> please. All right. You
4: go. Oh, come on. A couple once, of bricks of hash. Once we're done with you, go no, have a good time. I tell
3: you where the trouble comes is when I I a few bricks and try to bring them through the airport. That's where the <laughs> That's where the trouble starts. <laughs> Keister? <laughs> Adam uh, is being detained in uh, Amsterdam. He won't make the show for the next <laughs> eight to ten years. All right. So you guys are fresh out of Europe. Yep. You're back here. How long are you in town for?
10: Mm. About a month, I
3: think. Mm, uh-huh. and, uh huh. And I was talking to Tom before the show. You don't have any dates uh, around town yet. Nothing that we can plug.
10: Mm, no. I think yeah. we're gonna shoot a video this week, maybe.
3: But really, I don't know if it's gonna happen. Do a... you need? Do you need a bunch of love line uh, extras? <laughs> I
10: have no idea, man. I really don't know anything about it.
3: You don't know this. <laughs> we don't know nothing. But it, you guys aren't gonna be mincing around in tutus or anything. There's gonna be a lot of. Uh, a lot of like headbanging, a lot of a lot of stuff being sacrificed, and stuff like that. See, you're the
9: one that spreads rumors, <laughs> huh?
3: You're <laughs> the <laughs> one that's spreading all those rumors. All right, well, we're going to play a little something off of uh, Undisputed Attitude uh, after the next break. But until then, we're going to get back to the phones. Drew, you got a call lined up? Mm-hmm. All right, you guys help us out. Alex, seventeen, you're on Love Line with Slayer. Hi. Hey. Hey. Okay.
8: On Saturday night, I was at a party and I was drinking, I was pretty drunk and there's this guy here. there, his name was Josh and we kind of fooled around a little bit and it just so happens that he is one of my best friend's ex-boyfriends and I was just really drunk at the time and I didn't really care and um, then the next day my other friend wanted to tell me that um, the girl who was his ex-girlfriend is four months pregnant. Because she didn't want me to let
4: anybody know that with with this guy's child.
8: Yeah, with his child.
4: Very nice. All right, do you have any idea what's going on, Drew? This girl was at a party, was intoxicated, <laughs> s- slept with, had had sex I with. Sleep, I didn't sleep with
8: him.
4: Okay, it was it was in f- physically close with a guy who she thought was the ex boyfriend of her good friend, and it turns out that she's not. She not only is he not the ex, really, he
3: is the father of her child. Okay, but Alex, you didn't really think. He was the ex. You didn't care. You're drunk. What the hell, right?
8: Right. Well, I knew that they still saw each other every once in a while, but...
3: All right. So no one's buying the ex story, right?
8: No, I'm just meaning that they're not, like, going out totally anymore.
3: All right. But you screwed over your friend.
8: Well, it's not really like that.
3: Yeah, but you knew they weren't really broken
4: up. You you weren't thinking of your friend's best interest when you did this. Right. 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 Nor your own, probably. Okay. <laughs> really. Uh, no, no, nor worrying about yourself, really, either. I mean, you were talking to you, I mean, this, These are these are one of the many consequences that people could suffer from even abusing. I'm not saying you're an addict, but you use drugs. Things happen.
3: Well, I don't know. Do you really regret it?
8: Yeah, I feel really bad about it.
3: All right. Now, do you want us to call this friend and straighten everything out? <laughs> Perhaps Drew could give her some uh, prenatal advice.
8: No, she doesn't even know that I know she's pregnant.
3: Uh. All right, well, we'll keep the pregnancy thing under our hat. Uh, Tom, Carrie, you won't say anything, will you? Nah. Good.
10: I'm still trying to catch up.
3: <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea where we are either. These poor guys have a nine-hour time gap here. <laughs> Jet lag. Alex? Yes? All right, so what do you want us to tell you? What's your question?
8: Well, I want to know if I should tell her or if I should just kind of keep it, um, like, quiet or what.
3: All right. Don't, all right, here's the deal. Do you think he's going to say anything? No. All right, then there problem solved you don't say anything the only re- the only circumstance in which you should say something is when you think he is going to say something in which case you say i just wanted to tell you before you heard it from anywhere else right okay but if she's not going to hear it from anyone else then don't say anything all right okay
8: okay and i have um another question Ugh. you guys were talking you were talking earlier about some kind of diet thingy diet er- some oh, yesterday,
4: last night, yeah. Oh, I just heard that. On. Oh, you, they're, they're, oh you're, calling, okay. you're calling from the East Coast. All right. Go
3: ahead.
8: Okay. What about the
3: Fen-Fan? All right. I don't care about the Fen-Fan. You're fat. <laughs> you're right. Alex, that's, that's, have, that's what it is. Alex, when
4: we come back from the break, I'll address it real quickly, okay?
3: <laughs> what, the Listen. fenfen? fan it's speed. You, 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 uh, only if you're major chunko, right, Drew? Only
4: if it's for me, for my uh, estimation, it's for people who have medically relevant obesity. Who are really fat. fat. No, really fat. <laughs>
3: Really? Fat. Stop calling our listeners fat. <laughs>
4: uh, stop dropping my voice in where it doesn't belong.
3: <laughs> you saw his mouth move, didn't you, guys? Um, wasn't even looking. Carrie's not seeing much.
4: <laughs> is, right. Isn't this the smartest place in the world to have a tattoo, though? It really is. Because yeah. if he doesn't like it, grow the hair. Yeah, back. let me
3: see, Carrie. Let me see your tattoo. <laughs> if you, you know, after you
10: can't you... do the Exorcist thing. I mean.
3: All right. Oh, okay. All right. It's. Oh well, wait a minute. I can't figure. out. What is that? Uh, I'm moving. I'm up. I'm all mobile. Right, I'll help you out. All right, it's a, uh, uh, it's a dragon, and, uh, it's like some, uh, Chinese, uh, something. And, 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 uh, and some Adam, his grandkids.
4: <laughs> dragon. His grandkids never have to see that, because he'll just grow his hair up, and nobody have know he had a tattoo there. Well, it is.
3: You can't grow hair, right? What's that? You grow hair. Oh,
10: sure. I mean, you choose to be bald. It's a little bit right there. Right, oh, yeah, <laughs> he's got no
3: problem. All right, when we get back, more about, uh, tattooing with Slayer.
2: Kick it! I want to love you! will right back. And boy, will we be mad if you bail.
11: Dr. Drew? Yeah, Mike? Truecar.com is the new way to buy a car. It is changing car buying forever. Simple, fair, simple. And it's a fun way to buy a car, that truecar.com. And you save time and money, and you never overpay. Buying a car is a not-so-fun experience for most people, what and are it doesn't talking have about? to
4: you about? I love talking to those salesmen with the big wide ties. Come oh, on, now. come on.
11: Drew, now you're just being crazy. No. The truecar.com, they help you get rid of the fear that you might overpay.
4: Here's how it works. Truecar.com analyzes what people are paying for their cars in your market, shares it with consumers so they never overpay. The average savings is $3,046 off MSRP. That's, that's insane. Over yeah. a
11: million cars have been sold. Sold by our True Car Certified Dealer Network. Over 40,000 cars were sold by True Car Certified Dealers just last month. Over 7,000 dealers in the Certified Dealer Network. One in five dealers is a True Car Certified Dealer.
4: And those certified dealers go through a certification process, and you work directly with a True Car representative that will honor the savings that you lock in. So here's the three step process. Three Guar- step. Guaranteed savings. First, go to TrueCar.com. Find out what others paid for the same vehicle in your market and around the country. Second, register at TrueCar.com
11: to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings certificate.
4: And third, is simple. Print out your certificate. Take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better hassle-free buying experience.
11: TrueCar has the most comprehensive new car pricing information available and a certified network of dealers that offers a hassle-free car buying experience and negotiation-free guaranteed savings.
4: TrueCar.com. Boom.
11: Hi, this is Bobcat Goldthwait, and you're listening to Loveline with Adam Corolla and Dr. Drew. Can I go now?
3: Yes, my good friend Bobcat. <laughs> Did I see a cartoon this morning with Bobcat? Oh, that whore, he's all over the place. Yes, I couldn't believe it. You've seen him everywhere. Went to his birthday party yesterday. I don't know if it... He, I, hey, can you guys... Oh, we're here with uh, Tom and Kerry, both from Slayer. Tom, guess how old Bobcat Goldthwaite is. 41. All right. a pretty, pretty good guess there. Kerry, Tom, you um, want to venture
10: a guess? 45.
3: 45? That would have been my guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the great thing is, is he listens to this show. I hope he's listening. He turned 34 yesterday.
10: Dude, he's he, high. He's hey, ageless. Sorry, Ooh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry.
3: Well, he's not a woman. He probably uh, will not care. Well, no, I mean it's no. He is part woman. That's where you're wrong. Oh, no, right. it, it's based on the guy's career. I mean, the guy was doing like the Scrooge movie and no, um, no, police academy and the police academy movies and all yeah. and doing stand up and yep. you, you saw him on like Letterman and stuff. You know, twenty years ago, it seemed like. And the wow. guy's just turning thirty-four. So That's amazing! Yeah, so we start
10: when he was ten. Sorry,
3: we had him on uh, the uh, last week, I guess, and he said he got started doing stand-up when he was like fifteen, and was on Letterman when he was nineteen, wow. and uh, just kicking everyone's butt. But uh, he's got the life of Riley, and he had a big party yesterday, and you know, all kinds of <laughs> celebrities, and no one cared who I was. But <laughs> um, goes without saying. Anyway, we have a song to play off of. Um, Undisputed Attitude, which is coming out tomorrow, right? Yeah. Am I right, Tom? Yeah. 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 It'll be everywhere?
10: Probably no better than us.
3: Everywhere. And the name of that song is I Hate Hate You. You. Slayer, I hate you. You can find them at Knott's Berry Farm June 14th through the 18th. They'll be playing in the Happy Chipmunk Theater. You guys don't get to do any of those gigs like that, do you? Nah. I was asking uh, Tom if uh, they're going to do any of the legs of uh, Lollapalooza, you know, because we get a lot of bands in here, and a lot of them, or, you know, a lot of the summer festivals and things. I know I'm I'm moving. Tom's making fun of me because my hand's flying all over the place like I got uh, Parkinson's or something. <laughs> but these these the tours, they go around the country. Like, You're going to give me a complex, <laughs> please. And they pick up different bands along the way. Right. And they do a few cities. Right. But when I posed this question to Tom, he, he said, absolutely not. They don't like us. They're a-holes. They think we're a-holes. No, didn't I you just say said that? we're
9: not a Lollapalooza kind of band.
3: Right. But why not? Why couldn't you do Lollapalooza? Don't ask me. Would you like to do Lollapalooza? I could arrange it.
9: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you go ahead and try. <laughs> uh, let me just read uh, something uh, from uh, about uh, Undisputed Attitude from uh, TSOL's Jack Grisham. He uh, reviewed... Uh, slayer recently it says uh jesus f i thought we were hard this record doesn't just kick ass it holds it down and f's it with a broken bottle (laughs) (laughs) listening to this reminded me of the first time i drank a twelver and kicked in some squirrel's head (laughs) So I get—I I don't know where I, where he reviewed this, but I'm guessing it wasn't like uh, the uh, New
4: York Review of Books. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. I thought it was a oh, Christian yeah. Science. Yeah, it could have been there.
3: <laughs> Who is this guy? All right, relax What, what over command there, Drew. of language! Crying out loud. Oh, Drew, come on. The kids eat that stuff like candy. <laughs> that's that's a great endorsement of the of the CD, isn't it? You want to see that? Yeah, yeah. go ahead, the country, I haven't seen it yet. All right, I it, I crossed out the rest of the F uh, there, but you it out. use your imagination. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, back to phones we go. Drew, you ready? Yeah. Tim, Tim, uh, hey, twenty. Hey, Adam. Hey. Tom. Carrie. Yeah. Bill, Dr. Drew. Tim. How are you guys doing? Good.
4: We're, we're fine. Get right to it.
3: All right. Well, I will. Um, let's see. My problem is,
0: um, when I have sex with my girlfriend, um, often, you know, I go for maybe about twenty minutes, and it, it just it gets a little boring, and to get my orgasm, I'm, I'm absolutely in love with my girlfriend. Really? I, I I have to think of other girls. Are you really? Uh, really, I am. Seriously, because I, I when when we're not having sex, I would not I would not want to be with any other girl.
3: Right. Well, I'm the, I feel the same way about my mom, though, Tim. Do you really? Yes. That's strange. Well, <laughs> we don't we don't often have sex, but when I'm when I'm. <laughs> Not often, although today was my birthday, so I got a little something, <laughs> you know, because the times are tight and, you know, be- better, better this than something. you But stop. Tim, what I'm saying is, is you can have those feelings. I mean, Drew has those feelings for producer Ann, don't you, Drew? All the time. But you're, you can still have bad sex or not have sex at all. Okay. So maybe you're, you're in love with her, but you're not in love you, with her. You know her. what,
4: though? Yeah. I mean, she's my first. Right. And, um, right, 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 right. Just, she also, Just. Tim, be very careful. Just recognize that sometimes these sorts of symptoms can be hints that there's something more going on than you are willing to, to tell yourself or allow yourself to see. I mean, it which, may not be. It may just be that that's just you know some aspect of your relationship and that's the way you handle it. But it may be that more about the fantasy of the first love and the difficulty one has with giving that up, yeah. And the pain, Tim. the pain that, that
3: everybody gets to go through. Tim, how long you been going out with her? Well, we've been
0: dating for about a year. I've only been going out with her though. She was dating other people and before with
3: for like the Mara. first ten yeah. months.
0: Yeah. Okay. We we've we we've actually been going out together, just me and her, for about exclusive
3: a month. for like four days now. So so, so they're. One.
4: You sort of said okay when I said that maybe this is something more than you are willing to allow yourself to see. Is that is
3: that the, the case? Well,
0: I actually believe that there's there's something
3: into it that I don't understand. Right. I mean, you know, I really. Right. I, I All right. Let's really let's, let's ask our everything. guests here with the uh, the jet lag and the uh... <laughs> uh, the, uh, fresh off the uh, the uh, brick of uh, whatever they were smoking over there okay. you, you guys, you guys have been around the block more than once Tom Carey uh, you, you know what it's like You're with a woman you, you, you have the feelings The feeling is good in the head But not downstairs mm-hmm. Meaning you like the person You want to like them But uh, it's, so it's what, not what, happening But what happens to that relationship Is what you should be asking Alright, what happens to that relationship
10: I never had that problem Really? Yeah, I mean What's the deal? I don't know. I guess I'm pretty perfect. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but you're not. You're not. You're not gay, right? are <laughs> you? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. No. Tom, I've never had that. Tom, problem come on. You look plenty screwed up. Come on.
9: <laughs> I've had some pretty screwy relationships, but no, I don't think I've ever had any. The sex
3: that. has always been there. It's always oh, been yeah. there. All right. What's so, what's the shirt say? <laughs> the shirt says uh, "orgasm <laughs> donor." <laughs> <laughs> These guys are all class. <laughs> Tim. Yes. Well, you may want to uh reevaluate this. Okay. It, don't it, don't be afraid
4: of your feelings. All right. If if it's really not there, listen to that. All okay? right. Okay. And start to kind of cope with that slowly. You may not be able to sort of let that all in all at once, but it may mean that this relationship is not what you think. And let is.
3: me tell you what happens. It's time to let it go.
4: Yeah. Sometimes That's usually know, that's often what happens to relationships that you know that have this kind of quality. You're
3: you're in r you're in the middle of a relationship, you think it's going great, and your penis says, Hey, come here. Yeah, huh, what? Come here. I want to talk to you for a sec. You're like, yeah. It's, it's gone, man. It's not going so good anymore. And you're <laughs> like, what? What are you talking about? We're getting married. It's going great. Cause she cooks. Uh, she uh, like no black woman I've ever uh, seen cook before. Uh, referring to an earlier caller. Don't get pissed off. She's the greatest. She loves the animals. And the penis goes. Oh, it's it's not working for me. We 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 got to cut it off. And you're like, but but everything's great. I thought it was great. Uh, but the penis. Yeah, usually has, there's usually more protesting than that too. It's no. You know, oh, the be, penis? No, no. No, <laughs> no, do, I mean the defensiveness. <laughs> Tom, do your do uh do your version of the penis, please. No! No! That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna hide in your ass. <laughs> All right. And the penis has the final call, doesn't it? <laughs> it Alright, does. one more penis one more penis cry before we go into commercial. <laughs> this is Tom doing the penis. No. <laughs> oh.
4: Hey, this is Dr. Drew, and you have been asking for it, so here it is. We're going to give you three episodes of Classic Loveline every week. That means more of those amazing Classic Loveline show moments. Why why don't you say who she is for anybody who hasn't seen the show?
3: Uh, Jenny McCarthy is the ex-playmate, good-looking sidekick who is basically the Vanna White of uh, Singled Out, and she's very intelligent. Yes, she is. Now, is it one of those things where she's very intelligent for someone who has an (laughs) ass like that? Download
4: them every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at PodcastOne.com.
3: That, again, is uh, the sound of Mr. Penis. Well, you keeping that, Engineer Mike? You keeping that on a uh, card? Because we cool. we'll play that, and uh, ASCAP will send top. you uh, 35 cents every 10 years. <laughs>
10: that reverb really works cool, too. Uh,
3: phone number here, 1-800-LOVE-191, one 568 3191 Fax number 310-854-4455. Tom and Carrie from Slayer have joined us. They have a CD coming out soon. It is Undisputed Attitude. It's actually coming out tomorrow. Yep. And it'll About
10: be, an hour and a half in some places.
3: Be everywhere. And uh, are they going to do some of those uh, record store things where they yeah. do it right at midnight and people line up and all that? You no, know, Now that
10: I mentioned that, I think they're not because it's a holiday weekend and they put out these flyers it says, what did it say? Oh, you weren't even there when we saw it. It says, relax, come get it tomorrow. Step oh, okay. after the holiday weekend, it'll be there the next day.
3: <laughs> well, that's kind of nice. Yeah. It's kind of nice that they have to do something like that. Yeah. So that... I think
10: they're having early morning ones, like six or seven or eight or something.
3: Okay, so uh, get in line, get your uh, thermos full of uh, gin, and get out there <laughs> and uh, go buy yourself the new Slayer CD. This is a Slayer question. Oh, it is okay. Uh, Vamp. Yeah. Twenty-one. You have a Slayer question?
12: Um. Yeah. Um. Okay. I. We just recently broke up, me and my fiancé, and the kind of a new twist to it is that we're both vampires, and a while ago, when we first engaged, we both took a blood pact where we promised we were never going to leave, and now he's gone and dating somebody else, and I'm wondering, you know, what should I do to get him back? He left you. Well, yeah, it was... Last.
4: What does that mean in the vampire culture, that somebody breaks a blood pact? Um, and, and please well, define for me what the vampire culture is. Maybe you guys can help can, me.
3: Couldn't you put some garlic around a schlong or something? <laughs>
12: um, <laughs> no, nah, the garlic doesn't work. That's just a Hollywood thing. Oh, okay. Well, um, well, if you drink the blood of another, from what I've been told, you are married. And so Is that is, that
9: is that what you guys do? Yes. Yeah. Mm.
12: and everybody on my side hated him mm. and nobody liked him and I didn't care because he was mine and
4: what makes every, what, what makes you so desperate to, to have somebody like that what, what, what's that all about well I mean, you I, literally have to consume him it's so important to you
12: i just made a pact with him that yeah I'm, but
4: why is that so important do you have to he's the, is he the only guy you've ever had a relationship with what happened with the first one?
12: The first one dumped me after two years, and his girlfriend is now going to have a baby with him. So
3: did Did you drink some of his blood?
12: Um, well, I a little, but he never drank mine. So
3: all right, well, there, was, that's the problem. That's, he, he was a, oh,
4: that doesn't count. He was a vampire, also.
12: That I don't know about. <laughs> I think he was, but I'm not.
3: Oh, wait, wait, how do you get to be a vampire?
12: You can be born into it.
3: Oh you can. But let's just let's just say like I'm I'm intrigued. I'd like to become a vampire. How do I get into this?
12: Um you can find somebody who is.
3: Uh huh. Of the opposite sex. Tom Carey, any of you guys uh, sprouting wings later, you okay? No, <laughs> no vampire.
10: I, I just got off my wings. They were made of steel. It was an airplane, actually. <laughs> He's a modern day vampire, man. <laughs> yeah. Jet setting vampire.
12: Yeah. Well, thing is, is that when you take a blood pack like that, it's deeper than if you were to have sex with somebody. And
4: yeah, but, Well, it wasn't too deep for him. Right. <laughs> and, and <laughs> vamp, you know, what, what is it about you that you have to be in these intense, chaotic relationships? What is that?
12: I don't know. I, what, ha- what, what was
4: your family upbringing like?
12: What was I when I was brought up?
4: No, how was the family situation when you were brought up?
12: Typical 50s type family.
4: Really? Nothing ever happened in that system?
12: Um, that's pretty much not existent in this world. What do you mean? The typical fifties family. Right. And
4: so what what happened in your family?
12: Um nothing pretty typical, I guess. I'm just a weird one out of the group.
4: Like what what is typical?
12: Um, original parents.
4: What happened to you that wasn't so typical?
12: I just realized that I was different from everybody else. Mm-hmm. I I seem to have a unique gift that most people
3: don't have. What, well, how does it manifest itself? I mean, what what are the perks of being a vampire?
12: Mm, some people can be telepathic.
3: Mm-hmm. Do you have that? A little. All right. What else?
12: You can be psychic.
3: Uh-huh. You, you have that? Yeah. Uh-huh. So you knew he was leaving?
12: Pretty much, yeah, but I...
3: Right. But you couldn't... Control them with your telepathy, right?
12: I'm not that strong yet.
3: Oh, okay. You it's, build up.
12: I just learned about it last year.
3: Uh-huh. Hey, let me guess where you work. I'm going to guess. A video store.
12: Do I bet them?
3: Do you work at a video store? No. No? Where do you work?
12: A pizza place. Oh, okay.
3: Great. Absolutely. Just who you need handling the pepperoni. <laughs> she's got the blood uh, of, of another man all over her hands, and she's uh, she's throwing dough. What do you do for this pizza place? I
13: cook. Oh, oh. oh fantastic. <laughs> she, All right. she makes
3: the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever put any weird vampire stuff in there? No. Someone gives you a little toot on the phone, you don't give him a little uh, shot of hemoglobin?
12: No, I want to, but I don't. <laughs> you want to? Sometimes,
4: that's, that's that's you listen, you're you can infect other people with that. Don't all right, let ridiculous. me just make
3: a quick plea to the uh, management of the pizza place. If you're <laughs> listening, please move her to the register. <laughs> all right, listen, uh, Vampira?
4: Mm-hmm. Are you? Do you take any medications, vamp?
14: No,
4: have you been on medications in the past?
12: If you count the pill,
4: what medication? No, the pill.
12: Yeah,
4: that's the only pill, medication you've ever been on. Yeah,
3: all right, all right, listen. There's obviously some some difficulty in your life here that has caused you to go to to the dark side, and obviously the whole vampire thing is not uh it's not panning out the way you thought it would in the early years. It sounded like a good idea i'm I'm guessing in high school, but it's turned out to be kind of eh, the guy's left you, you suck some blood now you're making pizza right <laughs> things aren't going the way they could go, so I'm saying drop this whole vampire thing and I don't know maybe pick up the werewolf thing or <laughs> Drew, do you, is, do you have something else you could pick up? Too much to handle on a couple minutes on the radio. All right. Yeah.
10: <laughs>
3: Tom, you ever go out with any vampires? <laughs> no. Kerry?
10: uh, I guess not.
3: <laughs> I, I went out with a uh, bloodsucker once, but uh, actually she was just a lawyer.
10: Where's the high hat
3: <laughs> over there? My, oh, thank you very much. <laughs> Engineer Mike with his thumb and his nose back there. Len... He just told me it wasn't worth it. Lenore, twenty-seven.
12: Hi, guys. Hey, Adam. Hi. Hey. Okay, here's my thing. I'm new to Los Angeles, and I want to know um, where can I meet guys that are kind of like Drew, (laughs) kind of you know intelligent, you know well-rounded.
4: This really, this really violates all of Adam's sensibilities. Yeah.
12: Where's geek
3: country around here is what she's asking.
4: Yeah,
8: maybe a little on the conservative side,
14: that kind of thing.
3: Does, uh, does uh, Cal Poly Pomona have a mall she could go hang out in or something?
15: No, but seriously, like, or just people and, you know, guys in general that are...
3: All right, you're broadening like, it to just things bad. with penises. Very desperately. <laughs> I want to be dominated. You
4: know
15: that, where you can, well, just give me your point of view.
4: Do you have friends here? Yeah. Network with your friends. <laughs> no, really. I mean, that's, that's, that's the bottom line. You're not going to be happy going out to bars and, uh, Right, that's uh, what I've been doing. Yeah. That's going to be a very unpleasant experience. You probably, and if you have friends who know you and know what you're interested in and kind of people you like, ask them to help you meet people and sort of network through that.
3: Very cool. Lenore, if you really want to meet a doctor. Yeah. Go out to a golf course. <laughs>
4: And you and you won't find any.
3: Oh come on, no Adam. No. Oh, Adam, Drew, Adam. I know the no. life of the doctor. No, no. no. the pager. No, sure. No. No. Oh yes, hitting no. the links. No, well not you, but no. All right. no. no, no, no. You know what I like about Lenore? She went from I want to find a good looking, handsome doctor to uh, just so long as long as he's got a nutsack and he walks, <laughs> stands up straight. That's fine. <laughs> I like that kind of flexibility in a listener. All right, Drew, you got a call there? I like when he points. Tiffany, 18, you're on Loveline.
15: Hi, how are you guys? Yeah. Okay. Um, you like um, Slayer? Sure.
3: Good. She's so full of crap, okay. but go ahead.
15: Um, I got a question. I've been friends with this guy for about almost five years now, and um, <clears throat> we haven't been really close but, um, he knows a lot of intimate stuff about me and I don't know so much about him, but lately I've been hearing from his other friends that, uh, he's always had a huge crush on me and this has happened before with other guy friends that I've had and, um, I'm just trying to figure out what to do about it. Lately he's been, um, getting kind of close, sort of intimate, like, or seems like he wants to, like, um. One time I was upset, and he hugged me, and he started nibbling on my ear, and it really bothered me. You mean
3: like one of your grandparents had died, and he he was consoling you and then started eating you?
15: (laughs) No, not even close. No, I was upset. Um, It was another friendship situation.
3: Okay, but you didn't like him nibbling at your ear?
15: No, so I kind of pushed him away, and I told him I, I couldn't have that right now. I. That it really bothered
3: good, me. Good, that's good. But she, now you she, want him back?
15: No, I never liked him that way.
4: She wants to know how to manage this relationship now that exactly. he's been clearer oh, to Oh, okay. Then, you know, what do you think? Can can they be friends? Uh, that's a tough. one.
3: Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, that, I mean, that that we've all, things Tom. Like, you've you've have, have you ever had anything happen like this? Yeah, everybody gets that. Can't we just be friends? Right now, <laughs> have you? Have no, you no, have it been,
15: happened uh, before in the past with other two people that this has happened with? Um, our friendship pretty much diminished for a matter of months, and we had to pretty much start over.
3: All right, but here's the basis of your friendship, and let me explain this phenomenon. A lot of ladies out there say, I got a guy, we've been friends, since you know, five years since uh, the seventh grade, and this guy's been the greatest. Man, he does everything for me. And, I know he likes me, and I don't like him that way. And I'm scared to say anything because I don't want to ruin the friendship. But let me tell you what the friendship is based on. The friendship is based on his penis. Is basically what it is. The reason why this guy is such a prince is because he has a heart on for you, Tiffany. That's why he's the greatest guy in the world. Believe me, you see the attitudinal change the second you put on 40 pounds. We'll see what a great guy he is. (laughs) Come on, don't leave me out here alone. Drew, Tom, Carrie.
15: They, can't,
13: can't.
3: Your <laughs> friendship is not is, is based on um, um sperm production. It's not based on uh you know general interest. It's it's not that you guys have uh, things that you both enjoy. And that he loves your personality so much. He's been trying to get in your pants, and he's on he's on the uh he's on the installment plan. <laughs> it's
13: installment like a plan.
3: yes, it's like oh a t bill or a p bill, whatever you want to call it. But <laughs> oh. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, so here's what you do, Tiffany. Okay. All right, you ready? Okay. This is going to be one of those that will solve itself deals. You tell him, listen, I don't feel that way about you. I like you as a friend. And, but it,
4: and it's not going to change.
3: Just and it's to make not that going to clear. change. We're never going to have a physical relationship. Then, if he sticks around, you know it's A, because he really does cherish your friendship, or B, he's just so stupid and so hard on, has such a hard on for you that he can't even hear anymore you understand, Tiffany? And if yeah. he goes the other way, then he was only around you because he liked you in, in a pair of shorts in the first place. Does that make any sense? I think that right, uh, I, that's actually reasonable. It. it is reasonable? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, really? I even
10: kept up with it. Yeah. You were the, there, Karen? Okay. Yeah.
3: The, the, the
4: clear message that, that, that you need to hear from Adam <laughs> is that you must make it very clear to him that you're not anticipating. You will never have that kind of relationship
3: with him. Right, unless you get drunk. <laughs>
2: Kill. The phone number for Loveline is 1 800 Love 191. Uh oh, I gotta go. I wanna be right
13: there. No! <laughs>
3: We're back here on Loveline. Uh, Engineer Mike, are we coming in? Well, Engineer Mike's coming in. Uh, let me give the phone number out. 1-800-LOVE-191-1800-568-3191. Fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla. He is Dr. Drew. It is Tom Araya and Carrie King. Oh, that was me? <laughs> Both from Slayer. You're freaking him out. Uh, Up until this
4: point, nine. we heard nothing. You know what the, that pat on your back was where, Adam? Yeah, for for screwing us up.
3: Yeah, but you know, don't touch that. that, Don't touch that thing. Okay, all right. right. I thought he moved the switch. All right, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it looked worse than it sounded, fellas. Uh, Undisputed Attitude Slayer's latest CD out tomorrow, so uh, that'll be everywhere. So go find that. And uh, until then. We're going to get back to the phone. And you guys you guys are catching your second win now, right, Kerry?
10: I think I'm there. You just Did you just get off the plane tonight? Yeah. And was it... He got uh, in like seven. He got in earlier today. I now, did, I got it, it wasn't nonstop, was it? No, I stopped in Washington and said hi to the Clintons.
3: And uh, they <laughs> told me to go to hell, so I left. <laughs> yeah, I, I could see you playing the... Uh, well, you guys are going to play the inaugural ball if, uh, if he wins this year, aren't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Michelle, twenty, are on Loveline with Slayer.
14: Oh my God, Slayer! I've loved you guys since Rain and Blood.
10: Since Rain and Blood.
14: Yeah. Um. My problem is that I just moved back in with my parents,
10: and and they don't dig us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, hey, Michelle. Yes. We gotta put
3: you on hold and step away for just ten seconds.
10: This is Loveline on radio station.
13: I'm going to do it. It is. All right. Hey.
3: What'd you say again? We're doing professional <laughs> radio here. one 800 lv 191 Fax number 3108 You're worried Dr. about True. us. I'm <laughs> Slayer's doing fine. It's uh love line that's getting screwed tonight. Uh Undisputed attitude. We have Tom Araya. Yes. Now, is that a... Uh, and sorry, Kerry King. And Is that a Spanish name?
9: Yeah, it's a Chilean name.
3: Oh, Chilean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that, is that, now that I'm no. from Chile, I'm, I was originally born in South America, Chile. And when uh, when did you come over here? Sixty six. Uh huh. Sixty seven. Can I see some paperwork? please? <laughs> I am now a citizen of the States. You are? Yeah. She's an
10: American. Did you, I'm, a, I'm an American. Did
3: you come over uh, illegally? Yeah. I, no, I came over here <laughs> I came over here legally. You, you weren't, like, stuffed in the back of a van or anything? No, no, no. No, no, uh, no. no sheriff's guys be, no, beat up on you?
6: No,
3: no, no, no. Okay, so you're here. Everything's legal. <laughs> everything's legal. I'd love to see the work visa. Uh, what do you do? Oh, I just scream like a madman and force a bunch of teenagers <laughs> to bash each other in the head. Michelle, <laughs> make a ton of money. You have a good time. I want Tom, scream my name. Oh, you want Tom to scream yeah. scream your name? Yeah. All right, hold on. Let, let everyone sit back. <laughs> I'm worried Wait, about the saliva. It. <laughs> it's what is it? It's Michelle.
15: Michelle.
3: How loud do you want it?
14: I want as loud as you can
9: get it. <laughs> you ready in that other room over there? Put that needle back some. Well, hold on. Let's put some
3: duct tape on the glass.
13: <laughs> Michelle! <Yeah. laughs>
14: Michelle,
3: are you done wasting Tom's yeah, time? is I'm very sorry. important, man. I'm sorry. Okay, my problem being, um, I've heard my parents have sex every night. Uh huh. What are their names? Maybe Tom could yell, yell, <laughs> yell at them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you heard them having sex. Yeah. Uh huh.
14: Since I was three, four Ugh. years oh, old. That's
3: got to warp the mind.
14: Um, we're talking five times a week. It starts at two o'clock. Okay, and it goes till about 6 o'clock. I found out my dad does cocaine. I don't know if that makes him, I don't know, get it on longer. Well, and, that
3: would explain the four hours. Right. Because I go from like 2 o'clock to like 2.04. <laughs> <laughs> then, then you'd hear the TV.
14: <laughs> so, um, I'm just wondering how does that, how does that, I mean, does anyone know how that directly could affect me?
4: Well, You know, I I suspect more than,
14: and they deny it too.
4: Yeah, right. They
14: deny it. They say they don't do it. It's all in my head. It's great.
4: It's good that you were able to confront them, but, but the fact, it's it's more about what it says about your family system than how much that is going to traumatize you. I mean, definitely, it is a inappropriate behavior. It sort of violates. All the usual boundaries in a family system, and it's in—it's inconsiderate for you. But it really, is, you know, you've already said he's a cocaine addict.
3: It just—it just suggests that there's an unhealthy situation there. Well, what do you want and, him to and do? And that's
4: more what's going to
3: affect you. But Drew, come on—they're—they were young, right, at the time they well, started. I do
14: this. I just moved back in, and I know now I'm hearing it on my own accord because I moved back in, and they're doing me a favor. Uh huh. I let me move back
3: in. All right, so but le- they're
14: le- still doing it and they're still denying it.
3: Let me just do some quick math.
14: Okay.
3: Your mom has been on her back. Right. Uh, four hours a night, five nights a week. Was that twenty hours? Yeah. Jeez, that's like a that's a big work week yeah. for me. <laughs> twenty hours a week. Uh, how many times? Fifty-two weeks in the year. What's the twenty times uh, two times uh, fifty-two there, Doctor well, Drew? One
4: thousand
3: forty. One thousand forty. All right, so that's a year. Now this is since you were three. Yeah. All right, so she's got about twenty thousand hours logged with your father's log (laughs) on top of her. Am I right? Uh, yeah. Can she get around okay, or she use one of those Lark, those little motorized things? Oh
14: no, she's okay.
3: Really? I had no idea a woman could. Well, your your dad must not be real proud
4: it just, again, it, it it sounds like it bothers you, and it, it, I think it's more the issue of what's going on in your family, generally, than this specific issue.
3: How's your own sex life? <sighs> um,
4: well... It must be wonderful if she gives us that kind of a sigh.
3: Yeah. And, and that's, again... Well, well it, let's hear about it. What's going on?
15: Well, when I have sex, I'm afraid to show myself.
3: Show and yourself?
14: Like, as my face, I can't... It's like I'm... I mean, I get into it like if I'm drunk or whatever. I get into it. Right. But so you're
3: she, inhibited. Right. She right, can't. But she can't I'm, be I'm intimate. In
14: my face, and I think I'm.
3: All right. Oh, so you, doing you. Something wrong. You can't Your be. Your parents' intimate. inhibitions inhibited. You, her, dis- or, their disinhibition, their disinhibitions, dis- sort of inhibited you, which well, is kind of weird.
4: Again, like whatever craziness was going on at home affected her ability to have healthy relationships. All right, if what she should she do? Uh, Ten seconds, Drew. Go ahead, fix. Get it. Get help if she if she feels
3: compelled. I mean, if she is she really bothered by this, should she should get some professional help. Yeah, and and get out of the house. Boy, that must have been weird. Her confronting her folks. You guys ever walk in on your folks getting uh-huh. on? Not no. at all. No. Thank God my parents got divorced. <laughs> I, I think they stopped after me. <laughs> <laughs> we may have another like Carrie. Huh? Get the IUD out. <laughs> Tom ever walk out? Because I know the no. Ch- Chileans, very hot-blooded breed, those Chileans, going at it like uh, chihuahuas all day long. Nothing? Never walked in? No, never. Good.
9: There's seven in the family, too.
3: Oh, really? They're
10: pretty busy. Yeah, they're (laughs) prolific.
3: (laughs) Prolific old family. Vincent, 16, you're on Loveline with Slayer.
10: What's up? Hey. Slayer,
9: I saw you guys last year in Tucson. TCC is bad. Yeah, I was there. (laughs) Well, um, let's see. My concern is that I've been smoking cigarettes since I was about 11. Mm -hmm. I've been smoking marijuana since consistently since I was about 12. And I was wondering how long before cancerous cells begin to form in my lungs and whatnot.
3: It probably will make graduation, don't you think,
4: Drew? Yeah, it, you think so? There's no, there's no way to tell you exactly how long no, it's going to really? be. You're just certainly at risk for it. There's sort of a threshold of 50 pack years, we call it, the number of packs per day times the number of years smoked that really, really increases uh, the, the risk after, after you exceed that threshold. But you can get it at any point. You are at risk by virtue of your tobacco use. Yeah. The marijuana use just uh, causes chronic bronchitis. We don't know that it causes lung
9: cancer. Oh, really? Well, that informs me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. You, you plan on cutting down or quitting or anything?
9: Oh, I plan on quitting smoking cigarettes real soon. I don't know about weed. <laughs> All right.
3: Yeah, yeah. We, we yeah. We Sounds needs... like it's done you pretty pretty well so far,
4: Vincent. <laughs> we, My, we, know, we, if it ain't broke. Weed yeah. needs treatment. Weed needs treatment. Or you'll switch to something else.
5: Um, I doubt that.
3: All right. Vincent, I guarantee it. Your grades good? Yep. Uh huh.
9: Yep, I'm a sophomore and going on to junior next year.
3: And- Ooh, going me. going on to junior. Uh, man, you hear Adam. that? <laughs> well, you know they do let once uh, some slip by the cracks every once in a while. Well, actually, I was one of those in high school. All right, well, Vincent's uh, carved out quite a life for himself. So- we got something here.
10: Oh, oh, oh we used oh. to have those. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Look at that. Oh my goodness.
10: Well, a great cake there.
3: Drew, why don't you take over here while I blow in the brass? We got a birthday cake for Adam.
4: <laughs> but you guys need to describe it. Yeah,
3: it's very I huge. <laughs> <laughs> and as a matter of fact, that's what I wish for.
10: <laughs> well, may you wear them well.
3: Oh, It is my birthday today, and producer Ann not only buffed out the studio, but uh, made, well, no, obviously professional made these. Am I right? <laughs> But you they didn't even use you for the mold, then. Yeah. <laughs> to the mayor of Boobville. <laughs> <laughs> now, you guys may not know about Boobville over there at Slayer, but we already got Rancid signed up as a house ban. Of course, they can't play seven nights a week. We're going to need a headline ban, we're going to need a Friday and Saturday ban, and maybe. You guys, boobville. meaning Slayer, could come yeah. in and play boobville once a I think me and Jeff
10: should be mayors. Absolutely. Your, your boob guy Co-
3: mayors. Yeah. yeah? Really? Yeah. Give me a little high five. Actually, uh, <laughs> me and Tom's birthdays
10: like three days apart, and we used to get these every year. Yeah. Every, oh, really? We to bite yeah. one. We'd yeah, it. It. it was pretty cool. It.
3: I'm hoping next year I get the crotch cake. but
10: <laughs> We had one of those yeah, too. Of those too.
3: <laughs> I can see myself coming. I was like, "Hey, Adam, so how, many, how many years is this?" Time? Why is there frosting on your schlong? Well, it's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> I am 32. Oh, this is beautiful. Thank you, Ann. This is this. Is what you do you, you want to give a plug? This is amazing. Who made this? You paid you paid for it. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. God bless producer,
10: Ann. Golf clap. All right, Ann, can we, should we start? Golf clap.
3: <laughs> you know, it goes against everything I stand for to carve into these breasts. What
10: do
3: you want to do? Get a photo. Perhaps we could, like, a uh, Kodak moment. <laughs> can we augment them with some uh, some Jello or something? Like, Drew, show us how the augmentation process works uh, on the boob cake, please. No. No. All right, well, Slayer, you guys want some cake? Oh, I never have
10: trouble turning down cake. All right, you guys, <laughs>
3: you guys did me up the uh, right one, and I'll keep the left one, and Drew uh, can watch it salivate. <laughs> Thank you, Producer Ann. You're wonderful. Oh, boy, treated like a king in my own castle here. Drew, you got a call picked down? Four. Four. All right. Don, 17, you're on line with Slayer. Hi,
16: guys. How are you doing?
3: Good. Doing all right?
16: Um, I have a little problem. <laughs> um, my best friend, since I was really young is kind of befriending me i was engaged to this guy for two years and i was really happy and i'm still in love with him i I think i'll always be but anyway she was going out with my boyfriend's brother and i found out that all along that they were screwing around together and so in other words um they're doing cocaine together
4: Mm. they're on drugs Uh yeah good thing you got out of this
16: I didn't get out of it. He dumped me. I think if he—but it's a
4: good thing that happened. I'm sorry. It's what he is, but that is what he is, and it's a good thing you're out.
16: That's what—that's what my school counselor tells me too, and it still hurts really. Of course
4: it does. Of course it does. I don't know
16: what to do about it. And I mean, I thought I was going to marry this guy.
4: Yeah, but—but he is not. It's—it's a fantasy that you were going to marry.
16: Exactly, and that's what I told him.
4: It's not who he is. You would not have enjoyed the marriage to this guy.
16: He did not used to be like.
4: Imag- oh, yeah. But, yeah, no, don, 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 please don't deny it is what he is.
16: Oh, I know that's what
4: he is now. Okay, it's what he is. How old is he now? Wait, I want to hear her say that. Oh, he, okay. he, you know, it's what he is. You want time to scream it? No. <laughs> but, I mean, the fact is that imagine the pain you're experiencing now yeah, and spread that over 20 or 30 years. Okay? That's what you could have been looking forward to.
16: But my counselor told me, well, "What would you do if you married him?" Right. And he was screwing around with your best friend, which was his
4: brother's girlfriend. And you're having you're having trouble letting go now. Imagine if you were in a committed. Yeah, Don. Believe me, this is a blessing.
3: I know. They're uh, they're. I mean, you know, it's like uh, it's like getting your tooth pulled or something when you're 15. <laughs> a lot of pain, little blood, a few tears, but ultimately, it's a good thing. It needed to be. It needed to be done. Exactly. All right.
16: I'm really worried about the both of them though, because they're doing cocaine together. Well, uh,
4: understandably, you could still worry about your best friend in the view of your history together, a lifelong friendship. Exactly. But uh, she's in trouble, and she may not be somebody you can sustain a relationship with. All right.
16: I don't know if I should just, you know, tell somebody or just leave it alone. I'm um, kind of scared for her. Mm, I still it, love her, but if it was Yeah.
4: Else, you know what? Leave mm-hmm. it. Leave it alone for now. And uh, if you have an opportunity to help out. Don't let him down. I mean, least point him in the right direction if you have that opportunity, but don't get involved.
3: Tom, Carrie, you guys uh, ever ever have any loves from high school that you plan on marrying? <laughs>
10: That's a tough one. I, I mean, I probably did at the time.
3: Yeah, I mean... You know, looking
10: back, it's like, well, that didn't work.
3: So, Carrie, had a uh, girlfriend in high school?
10: Oh, yeah. My first one was like five years.
3: Really? All the uh, way through?
10: No, from... From, like, when I graduated to, like, I was, like, uh, 22, 23 or something. And how did it end? We just figured out that we weren't right. <laughs> <laughs> Went our separate ways, and now she's still my friend. It's pretty cool. Oh, really? Yeah. God
3: damn, you're normal. I know. It. <laughs> well,
10: I tell you, you should see, you
3: should see Carrie, though. You really he looks like a long, short... He, he looks like somewhere... There's this wrestler called Bam Bam Bigelow. Oh,
10: let's let's talk about 300 pounds more, maybe.
3: Okay, no, you're not you're, you're not you're not uh, as uh, as husky as Bam Bam, but you could at least be like Bam. Bam 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 with an M. But I mean, you look like the kind of guy who might have like a, a you know body in the trunk of your car or something, and here you are having normal, healthy relationships. So I'm going to focus on Tom. Tom, <laughs> any crazy Chilean broads lately? No, no. No. do you get back to chile
9: uh yeah i've been back there
3: nice country there yeah it's very how nice. are the women nice yeah. Be-
9: beautiful women there's uh-huh. beautiful women everywhere
3: uh-huh they understand the rock star concept over there don't they uh kind of yeah good very yeah. important
10: <laughs>
3: <laughs> trying to get women to understand the radio star concept but so far <laughs> so far no well, you're takers. on your way you got that cake <laughs> <laughs> gomer <a> <laughs> gomer yeah Pile wow, 21, yeah. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. Drew, how are you? I'm all right, Coleman. Tom and Carrie, you guys rule. Thanks, dude. Okay, check it out. I got a question. Uh, I know the Undisputed album, right? It's a bunch of covers, right? Right. Now, last song, Gemini. Is that one of your own? Yes, yes sir. it is. Is it? Yep. Awesome. That's and and the
3: fourth and fifth one. Are, am I right? Is, is this memory uh, serves? Yeah. Those um, are just, yeah.
0: Minor threat covers, right? You guys got a bunch of those, right? A few of
10: them. Yeah. A few
0: of them. Now, who's guilty of being white?
10: Well, Tom's not, <laughs> but he's saying it.
0: Who, who does it? who does that originally?
10: Minor Threat. Minor Threat. Right
0: on. Very cool. I love your album. Hope to see you guys again. Gomer, Thanks, do you man. do you
3: have it already?
0: Um, yes, actually I do. Hope no one gets
3: pissed off. Oh. Oh. what? What? Uh. Yes, I do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, and I'm getting to that. Cool. It goes, boy, on, God has told us. <laughs> goes on sale. <laughs> what what Gomer, what'd you do, blow some record exec?
9: No,
0: actually, I know some do
9: that, but it helps you guys out.
3: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The Inquisition starts. <laughs>
10: <laughs>
3: All right, so you blow him? <laughs> 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 oh, man, we're having a good time tonight with Slayer. Nikki, 13, you're on Loveline. Um, hi. Um, I have
16: to say that you guys are so cool. And happy birthday, Adam! Thank you. Um, and you and Dr. Drew have the most sexiest voices I've ever heard. Really? Uh
3: huh. Should, should see how
16: <laughs> see how fat and
3: hairy we are in real life.
16: Oh, you know, you're probably beautiful. Um, but my question is directed towards Dr. Drew or whoever I can answer Um, I was wearing a swimsuit, and um, some of my pubic hair was showing, and so when I was like, I just had to shave some of it, and so it wouldn't show. Uh,
3: right. You. Backtrack. You had some pubic hair showing where?
16: When, when I was wearing a swimsuit. Okay. And I decided to shave a little. Well then I took a shower and um I shaved a lot of it. And then um I noticed afterward that it was starting to grow and it really irritated me. It was like it was red and like with the spots where the hair had been shaved off. And um it was it was like itchy and it hurt when I touched my private part.
4: Mhm. And is it infected? I mean, is it really, is it getting hot to touch? I mean, is there actually like swelling and, and redness there?
16: I, I have no idea because this is the first time I, oh.
9: I was just going to ask you, is that the first time you've ever
4: shaved?
16: Well, before when I first started getting pubic hair, I didn't like it, so I shaved my whole private part. I totally went crazy. I didn't want hair down there. And it got irritated. And so it went away and I just let my hair grow. But now I'm wearing my swimsuit and I'm like going to parties and I don't want like my pubic hair to show. I mean, it's kind of embarrassing.
10: Sounds like razor rash to me. Yeah. (laughs) You you guys carry ever shave your private parts? No, but there's this thing called your face. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Same thing happened. I got
4: the same thing, yeah. Adam has this thing called his ass (laughs) that that he shaved. Please. Not even on my birthday. We laugh on the ass shaving thing. But, I mean, did you have any problem like this?
3: All right. Let me just clarify this one more time. (laughs) I did not shave my ass like a barber shaves a guy's chin. Mm. You know what I'm saying? No. I did not get a. a there was no after no shave. There was no shaving cream. There was no belt. There was no straight edge. There uh. was no safety raise. There was nothing. I sheared my ass like a farmer shears a sheep. I see. You understand?
16: Adam, Adam well, that is
3: beautiful. Wasn't so, rad. however, he shaves his ass is beautiful. Thanks, Nikki. <laughs> You're a very forgiving soul. You know schmoozing
10: the host i
3: i accept you and your uh earth bush and you accept me and my uh my shaven butt and together we could we could start some sort of utopia where people didn't care and i'll call it
10: Bootville <laughs> <laughs> and me and jeff are the mayor
3: Nikki, yeah. <laughs>
4: Nikki, this is uh normal Okay. And I, I would think and I'm looking for you to, to help us yeah. out here. Can, is there is there some trick <laughs> well, to this? Well, she's
16: 13. How much hair does she have? Well,
4: and it's enough. Just give her some some pointers. Is she's enough. Gonna have,
14: she's going to have more
4: now. Yeah. I mean, that's why they have the bikini wax, right?
14: Right. Well, that's yeah, that's waxing.
4: And that's then, would that done be differently.
14: And you got to remember to go the same way that it grows out, not against the
4: which just sounds like she really went down Yeah, below. yeah. So. Don't go against
3: the grain. She's getting
4: ingrown hairs. Yeah, that's right. why I got irritated, I right.
3: think. Yeah, and you can do what I do, and not on my ass, thank you, but <laughs> on my chin, is use a single-edge razor, you know, for sensitive skin, not a double-edge. Because uh, if you shave it real close, you'll get the hair shaved down below the skin line, uh, and then it'll grow back. It'll be ingrown.
10: That's what's wrong with my skull.
3: That's right. No, your skull's beautiful. Well, it looks like you buffed that thing before you came in.
10: <laughs> no, I've been on a greasy airplane all day. <laughs> well it a, looks it's, good. It's, it's a greasy build up after a long day. <laughs> I'm gonna
3: rub it for luck later in the show. So uh, okay. No, you
10: got boomville cake over there. Oh, that's true. Get excited right. over here.
3: All <laughs> right now, uh well we got a break, we gotta go for plates. Yeah. And we'll be back. I'm
2: starting to ish. I'll be right back. Dr. Drew will say something brilliant, but no one will hear him because Adam will be making funny noises.
1: Hey, guess who's coming to the Steve Austin show? Stephen Bonner came in my room, the American psycho. I hold the record for most separate sets of stitches in a fight. Uh, in a UFC fight, all on my head. Seven, 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 the second Chris UFC 116 where Brock and Shane Carwin. I fought. was there. Even after the roughest weight cut, man, couple of bottles of Pedialyte and couple of IV bags, and that next day I feel great. Go to SteveAustinShow.com. What could be easier than that?
3: Well, did I mention that later this week we will have Thomas Calabro? He is Dr. Mancini from Melrose Place, also Imperial Dragon. Wait a minute. Did I screw up the name of that band? Imperial Drag. I'm sorry. Right. right. Yes. Imperial Dragon. Yeah, I don't know why. Here, Imperial. Yeah. Yeah. That makes me think of, uh, I don't know, Chinese Chinese firecrackers and stuff.
13: (laughs) Imperial.
3: You guys were a uh, player Well, I was calling you the other night. <laughs> you guys sing that song, baby, come back, any kind of fool could see. <laughs> no, I never called Slayer player. That is Tom, Araya, and Kerry King, both from Slayer. And our uh, sliced up boob should be in here any moment. So, uh, guys, uh, feel free to partake. And uh, back to the phones we go. Tony, 19, you're on love line with Slayer.
0: How you guys doing? Good. Right? That's good. Uh, let's see, I've been going out with my girlfriend for about a year and a half now. She's two years younger than me, 17. Uh, we were about six months into the relationship before we decided to have sex, and it was really painful for her the first time.
4: Was that, was that her first sexual experience?
0: <laughs> yeah, I was the first guy ever to French kiss her.
4: Mm-hmm. How old is she?
0: 17. hmm And, uh, so we waited another month or so, and we did it a couple more times, and it was still really painful for, her. Mm-hmm. and I'm just wondering if there's like any method. It's been like five or six months now, and uh, I was wondering if there's any method I can use or, you know,
4: has she had a, a, a has she had a pelvic exam?
0: Uh, no, but she she did have one problem I know of. She had uh, when she was real young, she had an operation on one of her ovaries because mm-hmm. there was blockage blockage of eggs.
4: Yeah, that's not likely to really cause any problems at, like of this type. Oh. But she needs to have a pelvic exam to make sure there's no other anatomic problem, okay? Uh-huh. If she's sexually active, she should be seeing a doctor. I mean, people who engage in early sexual activity tend to have more gynecologic problems. And, but
3: this isn't early by uh, today's standards. But it's it's considered, you know, early. And the, Well, let's get to the crux of the, of yeah, the yeah, problem here. Hey, Tony, the... how you swing it?
10: Uh, yeah.
0: Well, what's the average, 5 to 7?
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: Is
0: that the American average? Yeah, uh, I'm I'm right in the middle.
4: Okay, and the other thing is that the most common reason for this kind of She's pain.
0: Small. She's a really petite girl. And,
4: and Tony, the most common reason for this kind of discomfort is actually anxiety. Uh huh. That she she may not be ready for this yet emotionally, and it may be overwhelming her, and and the muscles tighten up, and it causes dry pain. dry up like the Serengeti. Am I right, Drew? It's not so much dry <laughs> versus wet. It's it's about the muscle spasm. Oh
3: really? Yeah.
9: So there's really You're, no what? There's really no message. I don't know. I
3: never thought about that. You I mean you get I mean, tense and you have little... these spasms? It's called vaginismus. Really? Yeah. I think I got that. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, like punchline. <laughs> vaginismus. Is, a, is that that new vitamin <laughs> you that's the problem. <laughs> Rabbi goes into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Orders a uh, vaginismus. <laughs> <laughs> Tony. Yeah. Can you feel the vagimites, Sonia? No, man. No, I can't feel any. <laughs> mm. Oh, thank you. Take that first. All right, well, uh, but but you should be using, like, the AstroGlide and that kind of stuff, right? Lubrication, yeah, right, Drew?
0: I'm using the, K- I'm using the KY jelly. And,
4: and, okay. And
3: make sure,
4: be emotionally supportive. Make sure this is something she wants to be doing.
0: Yeah, yeah, we've discussed it, yeah. you know, in depth. And she said, like, the only thing that's keeping her back is the pain. Mm. And I'm not, I mean, I'm not going, like, fast and hard. I'm I'm just, like, I'm taking it real nice and slow and all that well, stuff.
3: But, okay.
0: I mean, I'm wondering if it's because of her size. She's, she's really... Pissed.
3: All right, listen... Tony. Yeah. Let me explain something. We do not have her vagina here in the studio. <laughs> we wish we did, but we don't. There's only so much we can do over the radio. Am I right, Drew? Correct. All right, Tony. Yeah. It sounds like you're uh you're 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 doing right. So just uh have her checked out. All right. Thanks a lot. Okay. Yeah.
10: Mm-hmm.
3: Did you guys get any boob cake, Tom?
10: I have my mouth full of boob as we speak. Uh, very good, <laughs> Tom.
3: Do you? You, you don't partake.
10: What? Well, you married? It, when What's it come, going on? When
11: it
3: comes in. <laughs> oh, okay. You didn't get. Oh, I see. Oh, Drew didn't get any either. No, it's coming. It's coming. Okay. All right. So Drew
9: passed his this way. Slow up, Chuck.
3: Kevin twenty. You want some of my boob? <laughs> no. <laughs> you want some of mine? <laughs> hey, wait a minute. There's hair on this nipple. <laughs> Kevin twenty are in love. Line with Slayer.
9: Hey there, Adam. Hey. Uh, I spent over nine years in Hawaii, and I just want to set the record straight that mahalo only means thank you.
3: You are absolutely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Hawaii once, and I was drunk, but I can tell you what what mahalo means.
9: Okay, what does it mean?
3: It means everything. It means everything aloha doesn't mean.
9: Oh, okay. That's,
3: that's the way they figured it out.
9: Well, I can tell you how you say a-hole in Hawaiian. Go ahead. It's okole puka. A really off the wall weird makes kind sense. Of word, isn't it?
3: Yeah, well, you kind of have like a colon and boopoo kind of mixed in.
9: I also want to wish you happy birthday, Adam.
3: Thank you, but Kevin. I have
9: a question for Slayer. Thank God. Ah, eh, like uh me. Whatever happened to uh, Dave Lombardo? I remember when you went on an interview on the Headbangers Ball when it was still around that you said he died.
10: <laughs> we still say that sometimes.
9: Oh, okay. But what really happened? I've, I've been dying to know this
10: one. <laughs> well, actually, we just found out in Europe that he's driving his family around the country behind his band in a rent car You want to
9: know what
3: happened between
9: us and Dave?
10: Yes. It was personal. Oh. <laughs>
9: he wouldn't give you none?
3: <laughs> All right, Kevin, we've had just about enough of your disrespect, you know. First he starts bagging on me, then he goes after the band. Drew's the only one, the only sacred cow that has not been been attacked so far. Drew, you want some nipple? No, I'm all right. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jody, 22, uh, we're on love line with Slay and we're just sitting here eating our her fabulous boob cake.
14: Okay, I hope you're enjoying it. Certainly are. <laughs> all right, my question is, I've been going out with my fiance for four years and it doesn't seem like he ever wants to have sex anymore. I get it, like, maybe once a month. Oh,
10: and that I, sucks.
14: And I've asked him, you know, a million times your This is your, your fiancé? Huh?
9: This is your fiancé?
14: Yes.
10: It ain't going to get better. <laughs> give, him, give him the ring back, Jody.
14: He hasn't gotten me a ring yet.
10: All right. Oh, he's a real winner, isn't he? <laughs> Does he go down on you, Jody?
14: Um, Maybe once a month. Oh. I mean, it's like we, we live together. We've lived together for three years.
10: Mm. And Who only pays the rent? Did, you? Huh? Do you pay the rent?
14: We both split it. No.
10: All right. So, so he's getting a free ride, <laughs> <laughs> and Jody isn't. Jody.
3: What? Is he there? Let me talk to him. No.
14: He's not here
10: <laughs> let
3: me talk to him <laughs> talk some sense it. in this <laughs> you know, I, I have the power of 10 men i'm eating a boob right now never felt more virile in my life i recommend it by the way stay away from the penis cake but you eat a boob cake and all of a sudden you feel like the most virile man alive i'm just pumping out the testosterone tonight jody all right now where is he at his girlfriend's house
14: no he's at friend's house
3: Mm. Uh, at a friend's house. Once once a month. And and how did the relationship start?
14: How did it start?
4: I mean, how often are we having Dude, sex? What's you doing at a friend's house in the middle of the night? Um, what's up with that?
14: Well I was over there too and I just decided it was boring. I left.
4: What what's who's the, blocks away. who's the friend?
14: Who is the friend? Who is the friend? It's actually used to be a friend of mine.
3: A girlfriend. Yeah. A guy friend. Yeah. All right. Drew, thanks for steering us down that dead Yeah, end but, street. well, but, you know, that's another possibility here is that things aren't going so well in the relationship. All right. Well, the thing- Columbo, you done over there? I'm Can done. We- <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm done. I'm going to go outside. How often were you having sex in the first couple months of the relationship? Um, all the time. All right. And now? Once a month. Once a month. A Once a month. All right. See, does that tell you? <laughs> it's dropping off. You get married, and believe me, drops off after you get married. Drew was uh, was getting it like a like a crazed monkey before he got married. Yeah. Now, believe me, he gets it once a month. He he comes in here with his shirt off, pounding his chest. <laughs> <laughs> do,
14: you any, do you have any suggestions? Now, my that?
4: wife gets offended by all that stuff, so oh, uh, she does. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. That's... I was just kidding.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, suggestions?
14: Yeah, because I mean. I have, like, every time I, it happens, too, it's my initiation. You know, he never, like, starts it. I have to. Uh-huh. I have to, like, dress up and get all, like, ready, and that's the only way it can, like, start him.
3: All right. This this is a deal breaker. You must find a new man. I'm serious. That's it. Is that's there not- any, does he give you an excuse? Is he on any medication? No, I
14: mean, he does he smokes marijuana every once in a while he said he'd cut down and see if that helps and he's cut down
7: tremendously and That's it not has it. not helped it's, at all
3: no, it's not no, no let me tell you bob marley went like a rabbit <laughs> all right it's not that this guy's he's run out of libido
14: i guess so he's 23 what what happened
3: uh, there's a big difference between 23 and 17 for a lot of guys he he's uh he's well, uh, tapped out it, it, his it resources also, it also could be this relationship oh yeah could be you
14: Oh, great. Jody? Yeah? You look the same? Yes.
3: You know what I'm saying. You put on any weight? No. Okay.
14: And I asked him. I said, am I, am I attractive to you? And he says yes. All
3: right. But he has yeah. to answer that. There's, there's well, okay, going well on. How,
14: okay. I'm 5'8". I weigh like 135. I have blonde hair, green eyes.
3: All right. There's nothing wrong with you, Jody. <laughs> you just realized I had to ask. All right. Yeah. You're fine. He's run out of steam. Maybe how he feels about it. be somebody else. Yeah. Jody. Yeah. You're going to have to really sit down and, 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 and figure this one out. And uh give him back his invisible engagement ring, too, by the way. Okay. All right. She answered that like she was going to do that. Like I was talking about Wonder Woman's plane or something. Like going to take that invisible ring off and here and, and throw it at him. And then he was going to, like, bobble it and go, oh, crap, it landed in the sink. Well, get down there and get it. Once a month. Now. Carrie hasn't made a sound all night, but as soon as he heard once a month, all of a sudden he was outraged.
10: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty offensive, don't you think?
3: Yeah, and yeah. Carrie's like, uh-huh.
10: huh? <laughs> I'm getting better as the night goes on. I you are warming up. up.
3: Oh, yeah, by four in the morning, you'll be hosting oh, yeah. the show. <laughs> you'll be doing the Grease Man show out of the studio in about five hours. Are we
10: still going to be rocking then? Oh, yes. <laughs> We're pulling an
3: all-nighter. It's an Adam cake uh, party birthday bash featuring Slayer, and we'll be back. <laughs>
6: What's the music about? What? Oh, the music? The final finger I found!
11: Hey there, uh, my name's Paul Shirley. I'm a washed-up
2: basketball player. I wrote a book about my career called Can I Keep My Jersey? And I'm Justin Halpern, uh, creator of shit, My Dad Says, and I basically exploited my elderly father for money. Together, we have a podcast called Short Corner. About the NBA. On our last podcast, we had Steve Nash on, and I can promise you we didn't ask the same stupid questions that every single other person has probably asked Steve Nash. So go to
3: podcast1.com, hit that fancy or not-so-fancy download button, and uh, our sultry voices will be in your head. will be inside you. Slayer is in studio tonight. I am Adam Carolla. He is Dr. Drew. It's my birthday. I'm sitting here eating boob cake with Slayer. Oh, if my carpet cleaning buddies could just see me now. one 800 love 191 800 568 3191 That be the phone number. Here be the fax number. 310-854-4455. We're going to play another cut off of Undisputed Attitude, but not just yeah, we're going to dangle that like the uh, proverbial carrot in front of the horse. We're going to get back to the phones now. Jim21, you're on Love Line with Slayer.
17: Hey, Adam and Drew, what's up? Hey. Hey, Tom and Kerry. What's morning. Up, man? Hey, it's got kind of a question for you guys. Um, I wondered when you're out on the road and you're uh, doing different tours or different cities, do you pay attention to the bands that open? Like, I know um, I've seen you a couple times up here in Portland. And, uh, the bands that open are usually kind of like a local hardcore act or, you know, something local. I wondered if you, um, you know, if that kind of stuff interests you or if you paid attention to that kind of stuff. Or if you just kind of like in the back somewhere.
3: Uh, sometimes, sometimes you pay attention. Isn't that usually during hookers and crack hour though? <laughs>
17: well,
3: <laughs> you gotta understand, these guys are backstage, they're trash in the green room. <laughs> They're, they're basically destroying the place yeah they they're they're taking like their road manager and beating the crap out of them <laughs> putting a drumstick up him and stuff they don't have time to listen to the opening band they're getting <laughs> they're getting into the, the mindset they're getting psyched up for the gig <laughs> cool why jimmy in one of those bands
17: uh no I was just kind of curious I mean um because a lot of those bands that I've seen them with um like i started seeing them um, on the rain of blood and um a lot of those bands that that they came through with they're just really big now it's kind of like I kind of feel like I've grown up with some of these fans that were local and now they're and now they're well I don't know if they're really large big but they're known very well like in the Pacific Northwest uh-huh. it's just kind of cool
3: so uh, Slayer's a bit of a good luck charm
17: well I'm I'm not sure
3: about that. Oh, let's just say (laughs) it's like a comedian getting uh, getting a stint doing stand up on uh, the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. You know, back in those days, it's it's a launching pad. Opening for Slayer will will launch you. Didn't uh, I think uh, Zeppelin got their start opening for you guys? Am I right? Yeah, (laughs) there you go. (laughs) Tom, sixteen. You're on Love Line with Slayer.
2: Um, yeah. Hi. Hey. Hey. Um, I got a problem here. Um, a buddy of mine, right, we like to wrestle, you know, we like to get into a kind of fight, you know, the what bit. And uh, he knocked me down on my bed, and, like, he practically, like, spread his arms out and jumped on me, man. Like, he straddled me like he was trying to cop a fill, and he laid on me for, like, like a minute, and I couldn't get him off me. And uh, ever since then, he's made, like, little remarks towards me, and I'm not sure if, like, he's kind of fruity or what.
3: Uh, it's, it's ah! Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you want to give the fruity scream, Tom?
2: Yeah, I think Carrie did that one well.
3: Uh, Tom, Drew did that to me during the last commercial. I don't think it meant anything, Drew. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that could could have been a yes, grunt. You never know. <laughs> so, wait a minute. You you guys wrestle often.
2: No, I mean, this is like maybe like a once. Let me do this. Maybe we wrestle once in a while, you know. Okay. Just like a little WWF stuff, you know. Right. So who does the pile driver? Mm. I us out.
10: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Tom. Yeah. You're on the bed. He jumped on you.
2: Yeah, I mean, except it wasn't just like no order and I jump. I mean, he freaking straddled me.
3: Uh-huh.
2: I mean, arms spread out, legs spread out. I mean, I, I couldn't get him off me. And he's like, ever since, you know, he's like made little remarks here and there, you know. It's not the first time something like this has happened.
3: Like what kind of remarks?
2: Like, I don't know. Like he always talks about like, like he's like, he always acts like a fag, you know. I mean, he always like makes little pretty remarks like how, like talks about guys and how good looking they are and stuff like that, you know.
3: All right, Tom.
2: I'm not sure if I should kick his ass it or if I should just like let it fly.
3: Tom, you try kicking his ass again, you may be pinned with his penis in your face before, <laughs> <laughs> before you know it. Yeah. Tom, I mean, he I already kicked your ass once. This time he may do it with his shorts down. Yeah. All right? Like what's happening in the studio and stuff. Yeah, like you that. ever seen of those prison movies? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Big with a soap dropper.
3: That's right. All right. All right, Tom. All right, thanks a lot. Don't, don't wrestle with gay guys.
2: Well, I don't know, man. You, know, I mean, you don't look gay or nothing, you know?
3: All right, but now you know. All right. You get him excited. Okay? All right. Yeah. It's like, you know, like when you have a dog and the dog's real horny, you don't sit there and rev him up before company comes over because <laughs> no. Aunt Gertrude comes in the dog's humping her leg. You don't need that, Drew. No. Don't need that. Some, some of these questions are just basic common sense type questions. Brendan, 20, you're on Loveline.
9: All uh, right. How's it going?
3: Whoa. Good. Why don't this you is... exhale?
9: <laughs> wow. Here's my question for you.
3: Oh, wait a minute, Brendan. Yeah. Give us that pot smokers laugh.
9: Oh no, I don't do that anymore. Really? Well, I'll give you a laugh. Okay. Well, that last laugh guy—that <laughs> was funny. Yeah,
3: that's good. There's, there's a there's a future in radio with this guy's IQ.
4: And we said he doesn't do that anymore. I think he was talking about this
3: weekend. No, you're kidding. He's yeah. talking about noon. <laughs> there's still smoke coming out of the bong, by the way. No, don't do it. Right. You you don't do it because you can't score, or you gave it up
9: gave it up okay that's too much
3: that means you got busted but go ahead
9: <laughs> okay my question is when you when you're dating a girl and uh before you have sex with her, if you riddle and think about her and then she just breaks up with you i want to know wait a, a minute you riddle
4: it's yeah. a riddle what does that mean uh, i don't know
9: with her in your mind
3: you do what with her in your mind
9: Masturbate. oh that's riddle yeah
10: oh, wow
3: riddle you guys are- new word come on i knew that you guys aren't hip to that no, I guess over in uh, hey, Amsterdam. Hey, on Beavis
10: and Butthead, I miss it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, we're all old farts over here, Brendan. We're, we don't know about this riddling.
10: You've all riddled, though, right? I thought it was like corralling the tadpole or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Through, you know? <laughs>
3: yes, I have done my own form of riddling for many a year, although I never knew it was actually riddling. Oh. All right, but anyway, so you riddle before...
9: You, before you have sex you're with the girl you're dating, right? But then it never happens.
3: Uh
9: huh. I, I believe it's some kind of phenomena.
10: <laughs> kind of like morning wood.
3: So, you, you, all right, all right. So you're saying you you sort of jinx yourself by riddling beforehand. Exactly. Some kind of voodoo. Experience. All right, but this. This, <laughs> this. How old are you, Brendan? Twenty. Amazing. Yeah, he put a curse on his schlong. In other words, <laughs> <laughs> should be a thir- should be a senior in college. What Brendan. Yeah. Listen, this is what people think about when they're in college. It's, it's the Riddler, Brendan. Listen, here's the deal, and I can explain this. This is uh, this is nothing uh, paranormal here. This is this is how we. This is how you work. This is how scientist minds work. That's how mine... Oh, oh
4: well, I'm watching. Oh yes. <laughs> oh yes. Please listen up. I'm in awe.
3: Uh, let me explain what happens. Oh. Brendan yeah, feels like because he riddled, he put some sort of curse on right. his penis. Therefore, he jinxed the whole sexual experience but here's what i'm going to say because of my years of clinical experience yeah. <laughs> the riddling got rid of the will he left the will in the hamper is basically what i'm saying when when he riddled off he took the inspiration for sex the will for sex the need to have sex and he put it on a gym sock
4: what this is is a case that was exemplified in the superstitious pigeon huh? in the skinner box you know the pigeon would do, go through certain procedures and would learn to get a food delivered to him well if they if they just delivered the food at random intervals the pigeon would start believing that whatever behavior he was doing at the time when the food delivered was what caused the food to be delivered so Ah. the pigeon would start going through all these rituals to try to get the food to be delivered but it would still just be random events and the pigeon believed that it was making the food be delivered by doing these random acts and who's smarter brendan or the pigeon
9: am i the pigeon
4: Absolutely. They, they, it'd be a, it'd be a head to head match here, I think. No,
9: but no, I still go for it fully. Tell them they're beautiful, the whole nine. The pigeons? Uh, the pizza. Brendan. (laughs) Whatever's being delivered.
3: Listen, Brendan, listen to me. First off. It's late. I don't know why you ever gave up pot. It certainly hasn't (laughs) sped up. Brendan, listen. Here's the deal. If riddling is causing you not to close the deal sexually, then stop whacking off before you go out on dates. So, so you're not saying it's a phenomenon? Oh, for Christ's sake. And I tell you, if that happened to me once, that'd be it. There'd be no more riddling going on. There'd be no predate riddles.
1: Riddle me this, riddle me that.
3: Riddle me this. That's right. It does not take a rocket scientist to figure this out. You you ruin the whole impetus of the whole... Yeah, but he, whole just, he didn't even say what? it's
4: somebody he's dating. It's just somebody he thinks of and wishes to be with and never gets to because he thought of her when he was riddling. Uh, it's, you know, the Skinner, it's a Skinner box. Yeah. Let's get out. Let's, let's listen game. to some shit. All right. All right. I, of- I need some therapeutic release here.
3: Yeah, but uh, it's nice that you uh, participate in the show for a second there. That was fantastic. <laughs> we have a song called Violent Pacification. Yeah. Does will, that basically uh, it say spawn. it all?
10: I think it will spawn much riddling. It will.
3: <laughs> you guys won't be offended if I uh, put a little extra frosting on the cake?
10: Well, you can do that in the other room, but yeah, go ahead.
3: (laughs) Wait a minute, Carrie. How do you spell your name? Let me see if I can work something out for you. (laughs) Okay. I've offended Slayer, which is no easy task, by the way. (laughs) All right. So, violent pacification. And take a
1: listen.
13: Ah. (laughs)
3: well that's the last of the frost and drew slayer undisputed attitude violent pacification on sale starting tomorrow and we'll be back to wrap things up after this This is Brandy Glanville, Unfiltered.
16: I'm here with a very handsome Sean Stewart. You used to date Adrian Malouf. I think Adrian's really nice. I think we, you know, have some unresolved issues. I don't think she's a bad person. I just I just hate the whole going to a tabloid with a fake story to try to hurt me and my children. I
1: don't okay. enjoy that. I don't that. like
11: that either. She no. does the same thing to me. But I do want to clear up one rumor. She never broke my, broke my heart. Download a brand new episode at podcast1.com.
3: Thomas Calabro, tomorrow night, you know him, it's Dr. Mancini from Melrose Place, so we'll uh, talk to him and find out why he acts so much better than the rest of the cast. <laughs> no phone numbers, no fax numbers, uh, just time for one more real quick call, because Ann demands it, and she threw this party for me. John, 16.
5: Hey, dude, what's up?
3: Hey, what's uh, up with you?
5: I want to start off by saying your guys' show is pretty badass, and Slayer's not so bad either.
3: Thank you.
5: <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude, it's not really a problem, it's more like an ego thing, but, uh. I've been going off with my girlfriend for a couple months,
0: and we, when we have sex, like, I get into the foreplay, right? And when I go down on her, I, like, eat her out for, like, an hour straight. Right. And after
3: she has, like— Second problem is your penis is so big you can't fit it into the bedroom, exactly. so you guys are forced to have sex out in the desert.
5: So I got to settle with a blowjob, but um, yeah. I ain't complaining about
10: that.
3: No. No, it's, it's rough when you're hung and you go down on women for an hour. You want to give your phone number out real quick, John?
10: Uh, for what?
3: Yeah, okay. <laughs> and let me explain something. You're down there for what you think is an hour. It's really like, you know, it's like dog years. You know what I'm saying? Dog's only seven, but he's really 75.
13: <laughs>
3: you're down there for, you're down there for like two Slayer songs, but you think you've been down there <laughs> for for Inagata DeVita and in Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> <laughs>
13: How long it is. <laughs> it's true <isn't>
3: it? <laughs> all right we gotta wrap things up i really want to thank tom and carrie from slayer for coming in tonight and being such uh, such good guys and uh, helping out and being a barrel of laughs i want to uh force everyone to buy undisputed attitude which goes on sale tomorrow get out there and get that uh dr drew yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Lovely Anne, thank you very much for throwing this beautiful party for me. It was from
16: everybody, by the way. Oh,
3: thank you, everybody. Yes. Mm, all right. Uh, <laughs> Lisa and Sherry, thanks for doing a great job on the phones tonight. The One Nut Wonder engineer, Mike, doing a adequate job tonight engineering the show, if you too. And I would like to thank myself for coming in here and doing a fine job. On hey, you know what? I got a question.
10: Go I'm ahead. on this airplane. I forgot which one it was. They serve this thing called pine nut balls. What the hell is that?
3: Uh, I don't know, but somewhere there's a bear limping. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I want to say hi to the KJEE guys from Santa Barbara. (laughs) Came all the way out here, the morning team, just to say hi to their fans, Slayer. They are dedicated and also have no luck. (laughs) So we're out of time. We will see everyone tomorrow night. If you are still listening, you may feel the urge to touch yourself.
2: You've been listening to Loveline.
0: The opinions expressed on Loveline, especially by Adam Carolla, are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or sponsors, or even the character voices.
2: Loveline, produced by Ann Wilkins for Westwood
0: One Entertainment. Copyright 1996. So don't even think it.
10: This concludes another PodcastOne.com
13: program.